Welcome to Freeman on Real Estate, the podcast, the show that gives you the hard facts behind what's going on in real estate. Realtor Mike Freeman of Coldwell Banker, who holds an MBA in finance, draws from his financial background and his deep network to bring the most value for anyone looking to buy, sell, rent, or invest. Well, here we are back at episode three, Freeman on real estate. And uh, what a shocker. I have Mike Freeman right here with me. It's not much of a show without you, Mike. How are you? I'm good, Dave. How are you? (laughs) Good, good, good. So today we're going to talk about something that before we started recording this podcast, Mike and I were talking about his philosophies and what he does as a as a realtor. And I said that most realtors say, well, I, I just provide a lot of good personal service and personal attention and feeling everybody does that. But one thing you mentioned that I actually had never heard before was what's going to be the topic of this episode, and that's financial models that will help guide you in your decisions in real estate. Now, I know you have a you have an MBA in finance. So tell us how you came, tell us what this is, how you came up with it and about what people should know about it. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks, Steve. So the way the first one works, the, way, you know, the one that I built is I have all the inputs set up on the left and all on the right. So it's very easy to use. It's very easy for someone to go through and change whatever input they want and then look over to the right, see what that means. So as an example, I have sales price and purchase price. So you can look and see, okay, it's 500 and I sell mine or 400 or the other way around, whatever it is. And when you put in your best estimate and then once you get to the point where you know what that price is going to be, then you can adjust. Then I have down payment. This is where people do a lot of sensitivity analysis, which is a fancy way of saying, playing the model, uh, what I said earlier, trying to see what changes and what doesn't. So if you're thinking you're going to put down 20% to avoid TMI, say, put, um, and then after you put in your taxes and homeowners insurance and current mortgage, if you have one, what it's going to do is it's going to show over on the right what is my new monthly mortgage payment and what is the increase or decrease in that payment? People look at, at those last, that last number or the difference between mortgage payments and they say, wow, I didn't realize it was going to be that much of an increase. It's like a $2,000 increase. Um, and I say, with the prices of the homes, you should play with the down, the down payment. So you're going to do 20% or 30%. And, and then the very last uh, uh, dollar amount on the right is your cash proceeds for your code. So that's another thing that you can look at. And I can say, okay, this scenario left, you're going to have, you're going to walk away with cash proceeds of whatever, $100,000, or maybe you owe $100,000. And so in the results in cash of how much it's going to impact you on a monthly basis with your mortgage. And how much are you gonna how much you're gonna walk away from the table with or give at the closing table? That's where you go back to the left and say, okay, I have to make to see what uh, how this is how I can make this work. And so it's a way for your clients to make a far more educated guess on whether they can afford a home, a particular home or not, I take it. Can you how long does it take for you to turn this data around so it, it actually works so you're right that's exactly why it's used how it's used and it's 
and for people looking to buy and sell at the same time to just do one. Um, it's, you know, you don't need something as complicated as this. Not that it's complicated and actually very easy, but it's intended for people doing both sides, doing both transactions. So, um, just real quickly before I answer your question, it also, I should say that includes all your closing costs. It includes brokerage commission. It includes your Massachusetts stamp fees or taxes. If you're selling, it includes all your trade fees and appraisals. It's titled, et cetera. I won't get into every single one, but those are all built into the model. So um, when you put in the data, it's all there behind the scenes. This is what makes it really easy to use. You just put in your major in and everything else calculates through on the right automatically. So it's as simple as me doing file save as, changing it to Dave Yaz financial model, August 17th, 2022. And boom, you're good to go. Your inputs, your outputs, it's instantaneous. That must be of tremendous value to someone, especially when they're comparing one home to another or or a seller, I guess, wondering whether they whether it makes sense to accept a particular offer. Absolutely. When I sit down with someone and let's say I'm doing a market analysis for somebody, a free market analysis, and someone's thinking of, I'm giving them a better idea of what they can get for their home. And they can also tell me what they want to spend on a purchase. That's, you know, that's on them. I don't know how much they want to spend on purchase. But what it allows zero men on is to see whether what they're thinking in the back of their mind is or not. And they can find out really quickly whether it's realistic or whether they have to adjust their expectations and buy a lower priced house. Um, I don't them because I'll look at the comps, but you shouldn't really adjust it because that you can't control. It's one thing you can't control what a buyer is willing to pay. You can control how much you're going to pay for a new home, but I encourage people, all of them. And again, I sit down with them and look at this at the same time I do the market analysis. I encourage them not to change the sales price unless um, they think that, you know, we think that the house is way overpriced for way underpriced, just it. But other than that, um, the, the purchase price, I just want them to um, adjust their expectations and the sales price is what we think a buyer is willing to pay. There's also the second model is an investment model. And what it does is it allows people to look at investment property. Do they want to buy duplex? Do they want to buy something that has six sheet, whatever it may be? And it looks out 10 years and allows them to look at cap rate, which is similar to margins. And it allows them to look at cash on cash. There are a bunch of different bases and it looks out 10 years. And um, it's more I'm describing but it has all of those factors and allows somebody to quickly figure out, is this investment worth it or not? So that's something that I also sit down with somebody and review and, and go over what they're looking at. Yes. Um, if it, and that is of interest to them. So we're almost to the end of this particular episode of Freeman on real estate, but we want to do uh, a session of more, more about, about Mike, Mike, where we pick something from a hat, a question from a hat, 
I got. I need to tell you that Mike is completely unprepared for this question. So when a uh, a prisoner on death row is allowed to have his last meal, he gets to pick anything he wants. Now, you and I are not on death row, Mike. Yes. However, I'd like you to imagine uh, just a hypothetical situation where if you had to pick uh, a genie appeared and said, I can give you one meal, anything you like, what would be that meal, the ultimate meal for Mike Freeman? So definitely a question I wasn't expecting, but I I'm know. glad you asked it. It's a, it's a good question. Yep. I probably want a really nice big steak. That's what I would do too. <laughs> uh, I mean, at the end of the day, nothing beats a good steak. How about the sides? What what, what are your f- favorite sides? I like mashed potatoes, yeah. real mashed potatoes, not the of course, not what comes in a box. Right, and then probably any vegetable. I really like eggplant. Wow, I like That's zucchini. Bold. I like broccoli, but I'd want some kind of vegetable. And I'd actually have a salad, too. I, had a sal- I would have a salad before the meal. See, I always make it as unhealthy as possible. I have a salad, but I get a wedge salad, which is like it's like 80% blue cheese, let's face it. And then with the vegetables, uh, sure, give me some spinach, but I want some cream spinach. I want some cheese in there. That's, <laughs> hey, yeah. it's my last meal. I'm on death row. Anyway, good answer, Mike. And now, people, when you take Mike Freeman out to dinner to schmooze him, you know where he wants to go. Can you please remind our listeners, Mike, how they can get in touch with you? Yeah, absolutely. So the best way to get in touch with me is by phone. I'm always available, except when I'm sleeping. My (laughs) number is 617-759-1513. Reach out anytime, and I'd be happy to help you. Please do reach out. It's the best way to get to know more about Mike. But please do follow this podcast on Apple Podcasts or wherever you find your shows. It's a production of pod617.com. That's my company. Go there if you want your own podcast. We thank you for listening to Freeman on Real Estate, and have a nice day. Good job, Mike. Thank you. (laughs) 